You're listening to the Habitology Podcast with Melanie White and today's episode is called Six Tips to Transition from Your Job to the Launch of Your Business. If you're someone that's working full-time and trying to start a coaching business on the side, you're probably pretty excited and thinking, I get to leave my boring doldrum job and launch the business of my dreams that's meaningful and purposeful. But as we all know, launching a business takes a fair amount of time, creative thinking, strategic planning, and hard work to implement. And then the question is, well, how do you juggle the demands of your full-time job and make enough time and focus to start your business? Today, I'll share six tips on this topic, and I'll also link you to a previous episode that talks about other considerations when you're planning to start a business. First, a bit of backstory. Starting a side hustle, a business on the side is pretty common. And in September last year, 2022, the ABC Australia published an article that says 167,646 new businesses started in the previous financial year. And of those, more than 80% were sole traders, where people were monetizing a hobby. That's a lot of people starting a business, 167,646. What we know, what is an absolute no-brainer, is that trying to juggle full-time work and a side business that's going to become your part-time or full-time gig is hard, it's stressful, and it's time-consuming, and it can lead to burnout. Even if you're a health and wellness coach with all the tools to stay resilient, we all have the same amount of time and energy. We're all subject to pressure, stress, and overwhelm, and that's something or those two things actually are things that get in the way of you starting a business or keeping the momentum going. And actually I've had several conversations in the past four weeks about this topic with coaches who are facing very busy periods at work and in life and finding themselves stalling and procrastinating about starting their businesses and they don't feel very good about it. Some of you might be listening who are working with me at the moment and I want to say that I hear you. I hear the stress in your voice I hear your despair and frustration and that sense of taking two steps forward and one step back. I understand that when the pressure of your job and life get too great, you can't achieve your business startup goals and you feel despondent and you might start to doubt yourself and lose confidence. I have absolutely been through this myself. When I was preparing to leave my environmental consulting job, I was working big hours every week as a manager with 40 staff, managing the business. And at night, I was studying and trying to work with practice clients. So I totally get it. I also had a stepdaughter going through her final year at high school at the time. So there was a lot going on. Then the question is, well, how do you make that transition easier? Here are my six tips. The first one is to commit and go all in. Now, this might seem obvious, but you have to commit 100% to starting your business because that's what gives you the motivation, energy, persistence and grit you need to succeed. If you have a, let's see how it goes, I'll just give it a try, see what happens. Immediately you can hear in my voice the lack of commitment that you need to make it work. And I like to say that half-hearted attitudes get half-baked results. When you commit yourself and you go all in, you are committed to making it work. And then you are also able to visualize what it will look like, why it matters, and identify the critical path and related goals to get there. 
if you don't go in, go all in, then visualizing and creating those goals is really difficult because you're not in the right headspace. So that first one's really important. My next tip is to create your special workplace. A lot of my clients talk about needing space, needing to create space for their business. And if you give yourself a distraction-free special place to create, brainstorm, plan and get immersed in your business, you've already ticked a box because it helps you to get into the zone to do the work. Make that space pretty, compartmentalised from the rest of your life. Make it appealing so it feels like a sanctuary where you can immerse yourself and do good work. And further, make sure that you have that same preparation in your digital and business tools space. I'm talking about getting a unique email address, even if it's just a Gmail account for free. Make it unique to your business. A unique Dropbox folder and a unique Google or Microsoft profile. And set up a specific planner for all the business tasks and have them listed so that when you arrive in that special place for the hour that you have available, all you have to do is open up the plan and do the work. You know exactly what to do. You don't have to make decisions with your fried brain and with without any distractions there, you're able to just sit down and do that work. My next tip is to use an ideas diary. I started doing this when I was in my late teens because my head was full of business ideas. And I got an exercise book and wrote crazy ideas in big letters on the front and I still have it somewhere. And every time I got an idea, I wrote it down, which was so helpful. What I learned through doing that is that the ideas diary, it functions to get the stuff out of your head and onto paper so that you don't forget it, so that your brain doesn't accumulate lots of ideas, leave you feeling overwhelmed, and so that you can sort through it later and weed out all the good ideas that are realistic and all the bad ideas. Now, this is so important if you're working full time. Think about it. You've got a thousand other things going on in your head, in your life. And if a business idea flits in and out and you lose it, then it's going to be stressful. It's also stressful to try and hang on to all those ideas in your head. It creates tension and overwhelm. And that might be why you wake up at three in the morning ruminating because you haven't written your ideas down. You're trying to remember them and entrench them in your brain. The ideas diary is so amazing. You can carry it around with you everywhere. Capture everything that's in your head. The other key part of it is that when you're busy and you don't have a lot of time, sometimes you get an idea, you think it's awesome in that moment, and then you act impulsively and potentially head off into uncharted waters that go nowhere. And the thing is that what seems like a good idea in the heat of the moment often ends up being a bad idea, trash, but you can't see it at the time. It can be tempting to just take action because you're, you've got limited time, but you haven't considered the idea. So that ideas diary is really helpful. And if you do it consistently, you'll be better at decision-making, evaluating ideas, and choosing a focused and realistic and workable path. My next tip is to refresh your ideas and mind. And this is a similar situation. You know, you've got this limited time and you're brainstorming things, but you might also second guess them because you're on your own. You're not, you don't have any external inputs. You might not have time to speak to clients, for example. But you really need to make that time and check that what you're doing is sane, realistic and appealing to the right people. So when you have great ideas and you've done that work of writing them down and weeding out the good ones, 
don't keep them secret. Start sharing snippets of your ideas with people you know for feedback. Friends, associates, colleagues, potential clients. Each little piece of feedback you get helps you to validate your ideas and see different perspectives. I like to run my ideas past at least two people to gauge a reaction. If they're positive, then I can feel invigorated about my business and refreshed, even though I'm busy and stressed. If I am busy and stressed, that feedback helps me to keep going. Neutral or negative feedback allows me to reevaluate my ideas or to say, actually, they're not my people. So it's super helpful. Here's one example, podcast topics. If I've run out of ideas, I might brainstorm and ask people for opinions or suggestions. My next tip is to create boundaries. Your business is a living, evolving thing that requires constant attention, thought and iteration. And if you're constantly working late, putting other people first, doing stuff that you don't want to do for somebody else or taking on too much, your business will get no time and it will suffer. So it's important to both schedule dedicated time for your business, but also to protect that time. Protect the time that you set aside to work on it. So it gets the attention you need and you can achieve your goals. Creating boundaries also means carving out not negotiable times to see clients if you're in a service-based business. It means not being open to 24-7 appointments, but making yourself available at set times that clients need to fit into. If you're bending over backward for people, then it's going to flow through in other areas of your business and you'll be tired and burnt out. Set the boundaries and set the course for that in your business. And finally, set focused and achievable goals. As the saying goes, it's no good rowing hard if your boat is heading in the wrong direction. And this is so relevant to your business, especially when you have limited time. You will absolutely move forward if you're focused on doing one or two things and achieving one or two outcomes rather than a million. Once you have those one or two outcomes, you'll set more realistic and achievable goals and you'll actually kick those goals, you'll succeed. I've seen this myself with the 54321-9030 planning process that I've developed and that I use with my clients. Last week, one of my clients finished a five month block of coaching with me and said how much more she had gotten done because of that process because she clearly identified her focus area for that time and gotten things done. The plan gave her the chance to reflect on what she'd achieved and to celebrate what she'd achieved. It's really not rocket science. It works if you're consistent with it. And the better you can do this for yourself, the better you'll be able to help clients with the same thing. So to wrap up today, having business is exciting. But when you're working full time, it takes time and energy. And I've given you six tips today to help you carve out that time, protect that time and navigate that time to make best use of it. We talked about committing and going all in, creating a special workplace, using your ideas diary to capture the ideas, refreshing your ideas and mind by sharing ideas with others and reevaluating them, setting boundaries around your time and setting focused and achievable goals. It's a simple formula to help your business get going and keep ticking along in the background in a way that's focused and efficient and creates energy and rewards for you. That's all for today, but I'd love to know which of these tips you're doing or which of these you'd like to try first. Let me know in the comments. Thanks for listening. 
and I look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now.